Allow me to reintroduce our guy when it comes to the pucks and sticks for the gambler, the great LHJ, Larry Henry Jr. Joining us right now on the Dr. Glatt, your great hairline, Dr. Paul Glatt's Philadelphia's leading hair restoration doctor. Check him out online, drglatt.com. Light it up with LHJ, Larry Henry Jr. Larry, how you been? Yo, Sean. Uh, doing good, my man. Doing good. Uh, starting to see some warmer weather, which I like. Uh, a couple 60-degree days coming next week, so uh, obviously excited for that. And uh, But everything's going good, man. Just uh, getting into the – now we're finally into March, so uh, in the busy schedule, obviously. So if you Flyers uh, continuing their schedule tonight against the Penguins, so another big game for them after – uh, a disappointing loss on Tuesday without Sidney Crosby in the lineup for the Penguins as he's still out with COVID-19 protocol. And um, hopefully we get a win tonight because uh, Flyers' busy stretch continues. Penguins tonight, Penguins on Saturday, and then back at the Wells Fargo Center Sunday starting a four-game homestand, which the fans will be back, 3,000 fans back at the Wells Fargo Center uh, Sunday I'll be there as well. So uh, Alex Ovechkin and company coming to town. So should be interesting, but glad to be back with you as always. L. Henry 019 is where you can find him on socials. Let's talk about the, some NHL action. First off, we got to go to the home team, the Philadelphia Flyers. Larry, I don't want to hear they're not a good team. I don't want to hear that this team doesn't have what it takes to make a run at finally ending this Stanley Cup drought. I don't want to hear it because in the grand scheme of things, you take a look at their record, and your record is what you know you are what your record says you are. The great Bill Parcells, eleven five and three right now, eleven five and three. If I gave the option to any Flyers fans that nineteen games in, beginning of the season, I would give you eleven five and three in this difficult East Division, every one of them would have said yes, correct? Absolutely, especially because this division now, we're so used to the likes of Pittsburgh, Washington, uh, Rangers, Islanders, and then you throw the Boston Bruins uh, in the mix who the Flyers haven't beat yet this season Hmm. and uh, remains obviously a thorn in their side uh, this season. But outside of that, I mean, they've they've looked good. They they beat some of the teams, obviously, that they should be beating. They beat on the Buffalo Sabres last weekend. They beat on the Rangers. Unfortunately, you lose a game to Pittsburgh, which was their first loss to Pittsburgh uh, this season. Yep. But And obviously, Crosby not in the lineup. You figure the Flyers would have an easier time. And actually, it's funny because the Penguins average more points per game and, and uh, more, you know, earning more points per game without Crosby than they do with Crosby, which is a, a crazy stat for everything he does. But um, so, yeah, they, they had, a, they had a, a letdown performance on Tuesday. Um, defensively wasn't good enough. Shane Gossifier going to single him out because he did not have a good game. Two of his errors led to goals. Um, and But offensively, the, the line the line that featured Joel Faraby and Sean Couturier did well. Faraby got two goals. He's now tied for the team lead with 10 with James Van Riemsdyk. So uh, hats off to him because he's only in his, uh, his second year or third year now but second fully with the Flyers, so good for him. Um, but tonight's got to show a short memory, get back after it, get back uh, to the winning ways. And, and obviously, like I said, because a big stretch coming up. you got Pittsburgh tonight, Pittsburgh on Saturday, and you got Washington three of those four games next week. Not going to be easy. But uh, overall, I think the Flyers will bounce back tonight, get a better performance from them. I think we'll see Brian Elliott uh, in net because Carter Hart played Tuesday, and then obviously there's a back-to-back coming Saturday, Sunday. So I think they've done better with Elliott 
uh, in net, and and obviously he's come up with some big saves. But and that's no knock to Carter Hart because Carter Hart he's not played probably where we expect him to be playing so far this season. But I think at some point he's going to snap out of that. He's still done well uh, when he's in there, and and obviously the record may, might not show that uh, all around or the goals against, but uh, he'll be fine. So this is a bounce back game tonight. I think they get the win uh, in Pittsburgh. All right, we're talking to Larry Hemmer Jr. for all things pucks and sticks. A little focus on the Fly Guys here. I want to go around the league before we touch on tonight's action. Again, Flyers and Penguins this evening back in Pittsburgh again. And uh, on DraftKings Sportsbook, 7 o'clock, puck drops. Uh, Flyers, minus 124. A little slight favor on the road. Penguins, as Larry just said, got the best of them on Tuesday night. You can catch them at plus 107. 6.5 is your total for a high-scoring game. And Pittsburgh, of course, seven goals were scored on Tuesday. Now, to the league, taking a peek at some of the standings here. Let's stay in the division, the East Division first. Uh, of course, we touched on the odds on favorite with the Boston Bruins, 12, 5, and 3, slightly ahead of the Fly Guys. But you got the Islanders and the Capitals in front of them. Of course, small sample size, 22 games played by most. Let's just say 20 games, cut it even for everybody's sake. As far as what we've seen so far in this division, coming out representing what are we looking at here? Is the capital are the Capitals for real? The Islanders showing you what they had last year. We know how good the Bruins are. Are we forgetting about the Penguins, the Rangers, the Devils, the Sabers altogether? I think we can do so with the Devils and Sabers and possibly the Rangers. But uh, love to hear your thoughts on the East as a whole first. Yeah, looking at the East, um, I mean, this is the division right standings that I expected those four teams to be. Uh, in those playoff places, um, you have Washington, who has done uh, well for the the lack of probably veteran goal attending that they were supposed to have with Henrik Lundqvist. He had to, he has to miss the whole season um, with a heart issue. So, um, but they've done well. Ovechkin obviously has, has led a lot of that, and he's getting a lot of contributions as well. Um, as I know Zdeno Char has been a, a big addition for them, even though he's in his 40s now, he continues to play. Uh, at a high level defensively. You have the Bruins, who I think uh, in the end will be obviously up to in that 1-2 range for uh, seeding in that division because um, they have one of the best lines in hockey and they have one of the best goalies in hockey with Tuka Rask and then that offensive line of Bergeron, Marchand, and Pasternak. Uh, and then the Islanders, they've done well after a slow start. Um, they've really picked it up of late. They've been beating the teams that they should be beating. Um, they have another game tonight, which they should win against Buffalo. Um, so that's a team obviously gave the Flyers trouble, knocked them out of the playoffs last season. Uh, hopefully don't bump into them uh, again, but who knows. Uh, and then you have the Flyers who are fourth, and they still have a lot of games to make up from when they were out with COVID. So uh, I think the Penguins are going to give a good good run for this thing because you still have Crosby and you still have Evgeny Malkin and a lot of other guys contributing as well, Jake Gensel being one of them. Um, but I think, like you said, I'm, I'm fully with you that those last three teams – New Jersey, the Rangers, and Buffalo, they're, they're not going to be in that picture once we kind of get separated. Um, they're at where they're at because they've been able to pick up some wins against each other. Um, I know obviously the Rangers beat the Flyers, uh, once, but that's not going to happen every single game. And, uh, so yeah, so those five, top five is who I think will be in the playoff picture uh, come near the end of the season. All right, keeping it moving, taking a peek at the Central. Tampa Bay, of course. 
They've won the Stanley Cup last year. Had a tremendous parade. I'd like to. That's the only good thing I can remember about that. That them winning. Uh, Hurricanes right behind them. They played some really good hockey to start. Panthers look pretty good as well. Blackhawks twelve seven and four. You can't sleep on them. Out of the Central Division, is it all Tampa Bay and nothing else? Well, I wouldn't say that just yet, only because you look at Carolina and, and John Jansen and myself have talked about this on, on the line change a few times. Um, that's a really good team, and they've been playing uh, really well, uh, especially against the Lightning uh, this season, and they've given them some good games, won a couple games as well. So uh, really good offensive depth, depth in that team. Uh, Sebastian Ajo is the leader offensively, but he, there's a lot of other good guys uh, in that offensive unit. Um, so, But I think it's going to be – come down to them and Tampa Bay. Obviously, Tampa Bay is missing Nikita Kucherov. He had off-season surgery uh, in the winter, so he won't be around until playoff time, which Tampa Bay will be there. I know a lot of people are saying that they might slip up or they might not be there. They're going to be there. They're the defending champs for a reason. Um, but the biggest surprise out of that division is the Dallas Stars. I mean, they're the defending Western Conference finalists uh, gave the Lightning a good Stanley Cup uh, battle and they're last in that division right now so that's pretty shocking to me not getting a lot of scoring from that team uh and then the blackhawks a team that probably a lot of people expected to be where dallas is last or in the bottom they're in a playoff spot right now patrick kane is, is an early front runner i think for mvp because he's rolling up uh points left and right multi-point games it seems every single night so uh so good to see them uh kind of making a surprise so far but i think when you look at the two favorites in that division, it's going to come down to Tampa Bay and Carolina. All right, let's go to the West. Vegas doing it again, 14-4 and 1 right now as we speak. We're also looking at, hey, two years ago, those Stanley Cup champions, St. Louis Blues, they look pretty good so far. Avs, they got a ton of firepower. We know what they possess. Coyotes, they're creeping. They're in the dark, but they're creeping right now. Uh, thoughts on the West division as a whole? It's been a, been a pretty intriguing watch, that West Division, so far, because you have Vegas uh, and Colorado both in the top three, um, where we where I kind of expected them to be, Colorado and Vegas. I think they're going to be the teams out in that, in that West who are going to be probably in that mix for the Stanley Cup uh, to be in there. Um, you have Vegas, who obviously has a lot of offensive players to choose from, a lot of guys contributing every single night. Colorado leans more with uh, Nathan McKinnon, but then – other players, Mika Ratnan and Gabriel Landeskog, have been uh, having good seasons as well. So that that's a team you cannot sleep on. Uh, St. Louis is a team that won the Stanley Cup a few years ago as well. So they've been uh, doing really well defensively and have, have a good goalie as well with Jordan Bennington. Um, and then that fourth spot, which Minnesota currently is, uh, is occupying, I think Arizona is going to sneak up there and take that because um, they have a really good underrated offense uh, Connor Garland being one, and then you have a veteran like Phil Kessel who's able to kind of round it all together. So uh, Minnesota's done well, but I think when we come to the latter stages of the season, uh, I think uh, Arizona is going to be that team to sneak in there and get that fourth spot. All right. Uh, Larry Henry Jr. joining us right now on the Daily Ticket, talking all things NHL, getting caught up on how this season has transpired. But uh, let's go ahead and 
finish up on the fourth and final division. And this is an exciting division, and I'll say it because, obviously, all Canadian teams, I think that's really cool and a great job by NHL to recognize the opportunity and to get after it and to and to do so, uh, to put all these teams in the same division, seven Canadian teams in all. Uh, but it's pretty cool because, you know, coming into this, you would think the Edmonton Oilers would be the best team because of the firepower that they possess on offense. But Toronto, so far this season, Larry Henry Jr., Toronto Maple Leafs, are they the story of so far throughout the course of 2024 20, games? They played 24 games. Are they the story of the NHL? Because that's surprising to me to see Toronto having the success that they're having so far. Yeah, I say they have to be for sure. Um, 38 points uh, leading that division, which uh, seems like every night I'm watching or keeping tabs on one of those all Canada games, and uh, the over is hitting on every single game. It's <laughs> the team scoring left and right. Um, but yeah, Austin Matthews, uh, is another front runner. I think he has to be the favorite right now for MVP. Um, really racking up the goals. I know for one spell, um, he had scored the opening goal, and I think it was like four or five games in a row, which was insane. He was in single uh, single digits on on DraftKings Sportsbook to score the opening goal, which was pretty crazy. Um, so he's been the been the leader so far. Them, uh, they have a great goal differential uh, so far. Uh, a lot of other guys, you know, that have played parts in that as well. Mitch Marner, who I think is an underrated forward, doesn't get a lot of credit because Matthews takes a lot of that spotlight. But Marner's had a good start to the season. Uh, you have John Tavares, who uh, obviously spent his whole career with the Islanders before he went to Toronto a few seasons back. He's still playing well, and then you have Freddie Anderson, the goalie. Uh, who is obviously having a good season as well. So um, surprising to me because defensively, the defense has always really been their issue, and um, they've been able to really close games out. They've been able to beat up on teams as well. They just beat up on the Oilers 6-1 to last night. Not many games you're going to see Connor McDavid and then get shut down like that. But, um, yeah, they're definitely the story so far. Um, we'll see what happens come playoff time because we've seen this happen before with Toronto where – they load up on a lot of offensive firepower, and then come playoff time, they either don't make the playoffs or they uh, they get knocked out pretty easily. But um, this is a different Maple Leafs team, and uh, right now I would say um, has to be the favorite coming out of the East, maybe them and Tampa Bay. L. Henry 019 is where you can find him. All things hockey right now as we speak with LHJ. Lighten the lamp with LHJ. Love the sound of that. What did I say the other time? Lock it up with LHJ. And I think that actually is better for where we're about to go. Of course, we got 10 games on the NHL card tonight. Larry picks games every single night. Be sure to follow him uh, once again at LHenry019. And, of course, on our socials at FoxPHLGambler, we get you up to date on everything you need to know before the games tip off or the puck drops, whatever it may be. Right around 6 o'clock is when we're at our most active on at FoxPHLGambler, of course, with all odds and information that contribute to picking winners all right, for all these games that are going off at night. Now, let's take a peek at uh, DraftKings Sportsbook at what we have as far as the games tonight. Uh, let's start off with this Flyers and Penguins matchup. We're doing it again. This is a team that the Flyers have owned this season and honestly made them look really bad. So impressive performance by the Penguins on Tuesday. They answered the call. But tonight is a different night, Larry. And right now, I think the odds makers are telling you all you need to know at minus 124, Flyers are favored. Number one, why, in your mind, do you think the Flyers are favored in this game? And Number two, do you think that's the right call to go with the orange and the black this evening? You're starting off, uh, I mean, I think that's the way you have to go um, when you look at this game because, yes, the Flyers had a letdown performance. 
the other night. And credit to the Penguins, they came out and got some uh, performances from some some guys that obviously uh, had big games without Crosby there. Um, so overall, looking at the team, though, I think the Flyers depth wise have more guys to choose from. I'll I continue to go with that, but the depth has really continued to to blossom this year. Um, so when you look at guys like Joel Farabee, uh, who's had a great season so far, James Van Riemsdyk, who's uh, has had a great season so far. Um, so I would like to see some big performances tonight from some other guys. Travis Konechny, um, who had a hat trick against uh, Pittsburgh earlier this season. Hopefully he can come back. He just got back into the lineup on Tuesday. So hopefully get him uh, fired up. Hopefully can provide a spark for the team. Uh, and then Claude Giroux, who um, is continuing to, to do a lot for the team that I think that continues to get unnoticed a little bit with his face-offs and his defensive uh, presence as well. So those two guys, I think, key for the Flyers tonight. Um, I do like the Flyers to get the result tonight uh, on the road. I think it's it's important for them because um, they've slipped a little bit uh, in the standings. And um, and like I said, I think in, in the end, the Flyers are going to do enough uh, with that offensive depth to, to get the win tonight. All right. Keeping it moving, Larry. Uh, we got some other games that are really, really good as far as the Lightning and Blackhawks. They're going at it. We got Toronto and Vancouver, what we were just discussing as far as Toronto being the story so far for the first half. But I'm curious to know your way of thinking when you look at the card. You saw 10 games this evening. You said you had two winners. Where are we going next? Yeah, so first off, going to go with the Islanders uh, taking on the Buffalo Sabres tonight. Um, it's a game uh, where, like I said, the Islanders have been playing really well of late. Uh, overall, against Buffalo, they've won their last six in a row uh, against the Sabres. Um, two of those last three games have been by two goals or more. So the way I'm going tonight is I like the Islanders on the puck line tonight. Uh, minus one and a half uh, on that line, and you can get that at plus 140 over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Um, Sabres have been you know, one of the worst teams in the league and, and outside of the likes of Jack Eichel and Taylor Hall haven't really gotten much offensively. And I don't really see a lot of other guys playing huge roles for them. So, uh, Islanders have been on a roll, uh, and I like that trend to continue, uh, tonight for the Islanders. All right. Love it. We got you marked down. Next one up, Larry Henry Jr. Final play for you this evening is what? Sticking with the, uh, the all Canada division, uh, Winnipeg Jets going on the road tonight to take on the Montreal Canadiens, 7 o'clock. Uh, Canadians have been in kind of a little bit of a, a funk since they, they had fired Claude Julian over a week uh, a week ago. So um, so Winnipeg has won their last five, uh, last five games uh, over Montreal, including a 2-1 to one win on the February 28th and also a 6-3 to three win on the 25th. Um, this is a team that has a really good unit of guys that can score. Mark Sheffley, uh, has 11 goals this season and 31 points. And then you also have Nikolai Ellers and Con- Kyle Connor, who also have 11 each. Um, and then Blake Wheeler is, is a veteran of this league who does a lot offensively. So really good unit there in Winnipeg. Um, I think a team is kind of flying under the radar. Unfortunately, they're in that division where you have Toronto and, uh, and Edmonton. But I think that that will be a team that makes the playoffs uh, in that division. And like I said, Canadians, they've lost four of their last five. Um, they beat Ottawa the other night, and Ottawa's, uh, like Buffalo, not really a great team this season. Um, Tyler Toffoli's been the leader for them, but like I said, been in a little bit of a funk since they made that coaching change and trying to get back on track. And uh, I don't think they do that tonight. I think that that group that the Jets have is really good and going to get a win tonight. So riding with Winnipeg on the road. 
All right, Larry. Great plays as usual. We'll continue to follow you at LHenry019. Love hearing you on the line change, kicking it with John Jansen. Of course, doing an unbelievable job covering all things for us here on The Gambler, but with the focus on the NHL. Get you out of here on this one. Last one, uh, Philadelphia Union News. Ray Gaddis hanging it up. And uh, can't say I thought that this was going to happen. And I think the union will be okay. I'm not trying to make a, a huge deal. But who knows what Ray brings to the table inside that locker room. Um, so who knows what type of loss it will be at the end of the day. But as far as on the field, let's keep it on the field, Larry Henry Jr. What type of loss are the union facing here? And who's going to step up and replace him this year? Definitely a, a move I didn't see happening either with Ray Gaddis hanging it up after nine seasons with the team. Um, so overall, I think when you look at the roster, uh, Kai Wagner is going to be at left back, uh, as he should be, and then at right back, uh, Olivier Ambizo, the young uh, young defender, I think he's going to get a chance uh, at right back. He did well in some, some limited time last season, and uh, I think it's his time to, to shine. Uh, obviously, Matt Real is also another guy who might might get thrown in the mix. Um, he's more as a left back than a right back, but um, you never know. Uh, Jim Curtin could have these guys uh, ready to go at, at either position. So, uh, but yeah, uh, hats off to Ray. Uh, great guy to talk to uh, off the field uh, for what he does, you know, in the world and everything. And um, a true competitor, over 200 appearances for the team, so uh, holds the team club record and everything. So, uh, hope he has a great uh, next chapter of his life. And uh, but for the union, I think it's uh, next man up because they're gonna. It'd be expected to have another great season after getting that supporter shield and uh, CONCACAF Champions League right around the corner. Can't wait for that. Costa Rica. Yeah, I wish we were heading down to Costa Rica, but, uh, you know, we'll catch it on the on the computer some way, somehow, I'm sure. Uh, but, uh, it, like you said, the season right around the corner and just was not ready for Ray Gaddis hanging it up today. But pretty cool stuff there happening with the Philadelphia Union as they are honoring him just to start. We, you know, I would imagine... He's going to go to the Ring ring of Honor, correct? Oh, yeah, he has to. I mean, he has club record and appearances and everything he's done for the team. He's always been a, uh, you know, uh, a true leader for that team. So I would imagine that at some point this season, uh, Subaru Park, we're going to see, uh, see hopefully, hopefully with a full stadium, right? Because, I mean, he, he deserves that. And um, obviously COVID's been kind of messing that up, but, um, I, I think we're he definitely obviously deserving and will be in the ring of honor, but hopefully uh, is able to have that in front of a packed, uh, packed stadium at Subaru Park. No doubt about that. Totally agree. Larry Henry Jr., always a pleasure. LHJ, you can find him at LHenry019 on socials. Keep following at Fox PHL Gambler for all the latest as far as NHL is concerned. Ten games on deck this evening, including your Philadelphia Flyers. Minus 124 on DraftKings Sportsbook. Pittsburgh Penguins on the flip side, plus. 107 uh, and the goals are looking at six and a half as we speak right now larry good luck this evening always a pleasure and we'll continue to read you at all your outlets and uh, great stuff for the gambler and we'll connect next week to keep up on all this nhl coverage thanks a lot sean appreciate it you the man there he is larry henry jr